is happening. Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Thanks for joining us on a Thursday. Today is, what is today? It's the 15th. Oh my goodness, it's the 15th. We are 10 days away from Christmas. Are you ready? Have you gotten the presents? Have you gotten anything? Is, is Are you ready to go? Because I'm not. I, I have a tradition. My Christmas tradition is save everything for the very last week. It's a thrill. It's a rush. And uh, I'm doing that again this year. So anyway, happy holiday season to everyone out there. On today's show, we're going to talk a little bit about the idea of going 60%. Because I have heard from several people about the idea of pretty much telling me I'm wrong. That a higher win percentage is a bad thing. And it's not. It's a very correct thing in sports betting, right? If you talk about other things in life, high win percentage equals better results. And I get it. That's how it works in most things in life. Look at the NFL. You don't want to be... 100% win percentage is a good thing. It's achievable. So a lot of people think the higher the win percentage, the better it is. So I've heard from people about this. So let's talk about this. The math of why going 60% is actually worse than going 55%. And when you see people on Twitter talk about, oh, we're 60% this month, we're, we're 80% this month, or whatever it is, or this year, this, this, this season, it's actually not a good thing. We'll talk about that on today's show. Remember, if you want to bet games VIG free, get rid of the minus 110, sign up at betteredge.com. B-E-T-T-O-R, like sports better, edge.com. Put in promo code SBD when you sign up for a free $20 upon your registration. That's betteredge.com, promo code SBD. All right, so let's get to it. This is actually something I've talked about before, but let's go a little bit more in detail. Why going 60% or 65% or 70% is actually not a good thing over the course of a season. I've seen recently, winding down with college football and the NFL, I've seen a lot of different Twitter accounts posting you know, things like we've gone 60% this year, we've gone 65% this year, jump on our VIP. And let's talk about today why that's not a good thing. So if you want to define the key of sports betting and what we're looking for, it's to maximize our return because the margins are very thin in sports betting. Okay. So we want to maximize our return, maximize the ROI. And for the professional sports better out there, the average pro, what it looks like is consistently grinding out money, right? You're not making $10,000 every three weeks. You're making a slow, steady income and, and maximizing and exploiting our edge in the market. So there's before we kind of get into anything, we have to define the difference between a 55% bet, a 60% bet, and a 65% bet. When you look at a bet that's minus 110, and that's what we're going to talk about and focus on today, minus 110 bets, okay? This is the NFL, NBA, your classic bet against the spread, minus 110. What it means to identify a 55% bet, that's the most common bet that you're going to hear about, like pros talk about, is we've found a bet that has an edge in the market. And the reason is the, the market is charging minus 110 which the break-even percentage for minus 110 is 52.38%. And we are assuming whatever event we're talking about is going to happen 55% of the time. So let's like look at a, a, a NBA game. If they say LA Lakers minus 3.5, minus 110, what that means is the market is saying if LA wins by, because it's 3.5, so if LA wins by 4 or more, 
52.38% of the time, that's a break-even bet. If we project LA to win by four at least 55% of the time, that's what we would call a 55% bet. We have a proposition that's going to hit 55% of the time that the market's charging minus 110 for. That's the essence of finding an edge. So when you have a 60% bet, that's a huge, huge edge in the in the form of the bet or in the in the direction of the better, right? Think about what that means. They're charging minus 110 for something that's going to happen 60% of the time. And just to give you an idea of what the break-even percentage for the line is, 60% equals minus 150. So that's a huge, huge dis- like, like discrepancy in the market. So that's what a 60% bet looks like. That's why when you get to our next point, it's going to illuminate everything. So when you keep going up, right, like a 65% bet, I mean, that's, that's ultra rare. It almost never happens. And what that means is we have a bet they're charging minus 110 for, we think it's going to happen 65% of the time. So let's get to an example, okay? Let's say on any given weekend day, on any given Saturday or Sunday, there's maybe 3,000 bets available. Let's just use that for a number. Let's say there's 3,000 bets on, a, on any given day. Of those 3,000 bets, probably 90 or so are going to be in the category of 60% winners. And that's very, very rare. That's about 3% of 3,000, okay? So let's say there's 90 bets out there where we would have a theoretical 60% win probability going into it that they're charging minus 110 for. Well, that's one thing for there to be 90 bets out there, but we have to find those bets. We have to go through every game and identify those bets. So let's say that you can somehow identify at an expert level these bets. Let's say you found a third of them, which to be honest, if you found a third, that's very, very high, but let's just go with that, okay, to be conservative. So you found a third of the 90 available 60% bets in the market that given day. And you're betting all of them, obviously, right? So you're going to bet those 30 games. And in those 30 games, you have a theoretical edge of right around roughly 7.5%. And here's the thing, even so, you're not going to win all those games. You're theoretically going to win 6 out of 10 and lose 4 out of 10. But you're making serious money because they're charging minus 110. The issue with all of this comes down to volume. There are so few of these 60% bets out there, that's the problem you're going to run into. If you're a true, legitimate sports better, and you know it comes down to volume, the issue is there are far more... 55% bets on the board, then there are 60% bets. Just like there are far more 60% bets on the board than there are 70% bets, right? So you're going to get to a point where you're going, okay, if we can find truly, if we can actually identify the 55% bets, which that's easier said than done, then we're going to have a huge edge because what it looks like is you're expanding your volume greatly. Your win percentage goes down slightly, but your ROI goes up. So let's use the example back to the 3,000 game slate. If there are 90 bets that are available on the slate that we have to identify that are 60 percenters, that means in the same token, there's probably about 750 bets that are 55 percenters, okay? So let's say that we can identify maybe a quarter of those. Let's say we identify 25% of those. That's 187 bets that we're betting. So of those 187, we're going to win 55%. 
and we're going to go 103 and 84. So betting 60% betting, uh, games, if you only bet the 60%ers, which with a very unrealistic identification rate, but let's ignore that. If you're only stopping at 60% and that's your, and that's your win percentage, you're going 18 and 12. Okay. If you are a 55% better with a very average identification rate, you're going 103 and 84. So your win percentage actually goes down, your volume skyrockets, and your ROI also goes up. And on that same note, those same numbers, if you're betting $100 per game, that's it, just $100 a game in the example we just talked about, 60% bettors have won $480, 55% bettors have won $1,060. They are more, they are almost, well, more than doubling the 60%ers all, all after one day. Because the 60% bets are so few and far between that even if you identify them, you're only going to win 60% of them. So it's about volume. That's why 55% bets over the long run, that's what you want to see. If I had a, like a, uh, a sports investing professional from H&R Block, and they reported to me at the end of the month, 68% win percentage, I would be not happy. I would be upset. And when I sat down with them and I go, what is this? This is bad. They go, what are you talking about? It's 68%. I would say, you're supposed to maximize my return. I need to see 56% and 10 times the amount of games being bet. And here's the issue. If they can't do that, they're likely not an actual professional sports better because that's the true difference. A pro can identify a 55% winner. It's lucky to get, you know, or any, no, it's lucky, but anyone can be lucky and win 60% of their games over the course of a season. But can you grind out 55% winners, maximizing your ROI every single bet? That's what this comes down to. So, I appreciate everyone listening on today's show. Remember, if you want to play DFS-style games and you build your lineup with player props, check out Thrive Fantasy, the best website and app for player prop bettors. ThriveFantasy.com. Put in promo code SBD for a deposit match up to $100. Appreciate everyone listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Betting Daily.